You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. Pogues, every week I walk away from this podcast microphone, and I go live a dangerous, distant life, but I always come home back to this microphone. And when I come home, I come home with a lot of lens flare and in an American muscle car. <laughs> That's what we fight for. <laughs> Don't know what fight exactly we're talking about in this situation. Uh, whew, boy, Pogues. Um, if you could deliver that line with less enthusiasm, I think you might have nailed uh, a, bl- a roll and bloodshot <laughs> sequel. Uh, oh, I'm gonna, I, I want in on it because... because the, the, the I would next... watch a movie where you're bloodshot. I, I only agree to a blood, bloodshot sequel if they are willing to do more plot explanation that's what i i think was missing in this one i I needed more exposition and i needed i needed the movie to trust me the audience less so if we can get that working on on the next one an oops all exposition movie where i i just we really (laughs) need is just like a film that's still like so long and has like the worst climax in a film ever yeah. This movie is like shockingly long. Like I could not believe while I was watching, I was like, this is such a long movie. And there's like a pseudo twist in the middle. And I was like, oh my god, that means there's still so much left of this movie. And there was. There was just so much left. Yeah. Yeah, there really was. Um this 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 was an interesting one because this this movie came out at a terrible time. I think we joked about it in the mini episode. It came out, uh, Bloodshot came out in March of 2020 you couldn't pick a worse release date um and i don't blame anyone i i have i have genuine like um sympathy for for studios and movies and actors and whatever that were trying to like get get media out during that time it was rough you know um Mm -hmm. but but this movie man this this movie (laughs) this movie falls under uh it, it falls into a graveyard of other media properties that were a, a a blatant and bad attempt at establishing their own like franchise uh like like tom cruise's the mummy uh yeah. uh well, I, that... I i couldn't figure out if this was trying to establish a franchise oh, yes. or if it was just the end of a not particularly good movie uh yeah no i think i think the end of this movie was trying to set up um a sequel for sure there were there was plans to do a sequel which i'm sure have now been shelved after it didn't do a, a super a super great job but it was supposed to be a lead-in to a cinematic universe for valiant comics which i did i had to do my due diligence to catch up on because other than, i don't understand other than bloodshot what do they have i don't i don't quite understand um how i didn't really have a grasp on this but it's it's gigantic um there there's a lot of series that you know have have their fandoms and frankly they sound like the like if you were to if you were to have been making a marvel character last like or dc character last 30 years and you wrote down a bunch of like name ideas for a villain or a hero this would be like the bunch of the ones that you tossed out because it's just like xo man of war oh yeah uh, i forgot about xo man of war ninjack uh 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 shadow man uh, 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 Shadow Man, Master Dark, uh, Oof, these are getting guns, worse. Gunslinger. <laughs> okay, that one's just a description of a profession. Punk Mambo. 
punk <laughs> man? Is it a punk like? But no, I don't the, even know. There's a variety of series that were relatively big from from variant. I mean, when I when I, when I went up and looked up clips from this or or or, or reviews of this movie, all it was people being like, "I can't wait for more Valiant films." So they have like a fan base. Um, Valiant was was uh, founded by uh, Jim Shooter, yeah, who was who was uh, formerly of Marvel Comics. So like it, it, it's sort of a, a branch off, but I, I mean, it is. I mean, no offense to Valiant fans that are out there. It is a litany of the most generic-looking and sounding characters that I've ever seen. And the storylines and the bit of Bloodshot comics, uh, the, the the Reborn comics that I read uh, to, pre- to precede this episode, they were not inspiring. They may, be, they may have been worse than this movie. So um, I don't know why this, 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 this universe was being pitched. Other than that, um, someone somewhere was like, "Hey, Marvel's got Marvel and DC." Yeah, got I, DC. I feel like they were just. Is there like, an, is there another one? I think they were just like use? money. <laughs> um, yeah, it is. It is. It is a whole world of of comics um, uh, that I know so extremely little about. Um, I was surprised that you've heard of Exo Man of War. Yeah, yeah, I remember Exo Man of War. Actually, I never read uh, it, but I definitely remember them. It was established. I think. I think there was a, a source uh, in a couple places I found that identified that producers were planning on using Bloodshot to kick off Bloodshot Two, and then also use that momentum to start a Harbinger series, which is another popular. It's basically um, we have X Men at home. Uh, oh, is what okay. that one is. <laughs> I don't remember Harbinger at all. Um, uh, and that was supposed to bring towards a uh, a crossover event called Harbinger Wars. Um, yeah. Feels like it'd be a pretty <laughs> short war if the only person on the other side is just Bloodshot. I mean, there's some... I mean, we, we could get Master Dark in there, you know? Uh, yeah, and Gunslinger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Buck McHenry. He's out there. Buck McHenry. That could not be a real character name. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, uh, Dr. Silk. Uh, Flamingo. Um... Now you're just starting to sound like you're just like naming like tick villains, you know, like where they're like a joke. Uh, there's Ivar the Time Walker. Oh, um, everybody knows Ivar. Yeah, uh, a live wire Magnus Robot Fighter. Wait, is his name Magnus or is it Magnus Robot Fighter? It's Magnus, comma Robot Fighter. Okay. There's, there's of course the whole Geomancer sure squad. Was... Oh, is that any relation to the Geomancer? Shadow the Man, Shadow, Shadow Dude. Shadow Guy, um, uh, Spider Alien, Shade uh, Person. <laughs> hey, Turok's part of it. Turok's oh. in there. <laughs> yes. There's a crossover I'll watch. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a whole world. I mean, I'm sure that I've I'm sure that I've flipped through a Valiant here or there uh, when I'm at the comic book store and 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 thinking and, and my my weekly haul is a little bit light. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I, I, the, in short, I did my due diligence to research for this movie, and I think I liked what I found in comic form less than the movie. So, uh, <laughs> that's not good, huh? It's not great. Um, I guess it depends. I mean, you know, if, if somebody could read a random Spider-Man and not like it because it's like a shitty run by a shitty writer, you know? So yeah. it's, hard, it's hard to know for sure. But It's not that hard to know if the guy, if the character's name was like Shadow Man and Gunslinger. <laughs> I mean, you, you don't have to go on a limb and assume if like they gave up on the name that quick. You can't imagine there's a lot of great stories being told. Most of the Valiant characters look like what 
like a 15 year old might punch in to the name field on a new character in like an MMO. Yeah, yeah, you know what definitely. I mean? It feels very much like a first MMO or D&D character for a kid. Shadowheart. Oh, it's taken. Oh, shoot. Uh, 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 Shadow Raven. Not oh, dang. <laughs> Shadow Person. Shadow Fellow. Uh... <laughs> okay, I would watch Shadow Fellow. Oh, I definitely <laughs> would too after I said that it. I was sounds... like, wait, that's actually a great Extremely name. I'm going to use that in every MMO I play. So... To give an idea of the recipe that we're dealing with, uh, of what Pogues and I just consumed, you take the um, ingredients of a mediocre dollar store level, you know, uh, uh, comic book studio. They paid money to make this movie. Like, there's the special effects I meant, are terrible, and like Vin I, Diesel's in it, and Guy. No, no, no I, I meant, I meant like the the quality of the of the oh. source material as, as a, gotcha, as a gotcha, dollar, yes. dollar store comic, you know, comic book comic material. Which could go really well. I mean, again, let's not forget that James Gunn made Guardians of the Galaxy, which, I mean, no one had heard of those characters unless you were a deep, deep comic book fan, and it was tremendous. So, you know, something that has almost no recognition in the pop culture zeitgeist could do really well. It's possible. Uh, and you're right. This movie had a, a pretty gigantic budget. We mentioned it in the mini episode, um, uh, and I am now do not have it in front of me, but it is like it was like something like, I don't know, 80 million or something for this one. Uh, and yeah, Vin Diesel is not super cheap. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Guy Pierce, not super cheap. <laughs> yeah, I was, when he was in it, I was like, oh, and then I was like, well, at least now I know who the bad guy is. This movie had, I found some interesting things. I hate, I did not like Iron Man 3 and found Guy Pierce to be a shitty villain. This movie had Guy Pierce, in which I found him to be a shitty villain. Yeah, this movie they were able also to bring had, that over. Uh, I mean, it's, he's basically Deadpool uh minus humor what was the other thing oh it had a uh, a weird villain dance scene like mobius like it had like moments from other bad movies that we didn't like and i was like this probably isn't a good sign i will talk about the dance scene when it comes up but that was deeply upsetting yeah it, it this movie this movie definitely was inspired by a bunch of other movies and capitalized on none of them uh, it uh, also you... did the thing where it like sort of makes because there's like a reveal in the movie where because like most of my notes in the beginning are like this fucking makes no sense this is so stupid and then it turns out it makes no sense because it's not like you're watching fake memories and so they don't make any sense because they're not real and i was like oh that's kind of an interesting like twist uh that they don't really use well and uh just to instantly kind of gets erased but like at one point they talk about how since it's being written like the guy writing it's bad i'm like i don't know when that became a trend of like being bad at writing and then pointing it out and being like well that makes okay being bad at writing because i pointed it out that it's bad it's like no it's still just bad yeah it's it's deeply confusing um and this movie this movie also fails in a way where um i can think of a couple other films that are like this if they just committed to a perspective um in 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 the movie's plot they could have something good um two that come to mind is uh a forgotten about movie uh called the island are you familiar with this one the island oh uh, i never saw it but i do recall what movie you're talking about yeah it's a movie that like bloodshot uh absolutely was destroyed by anyone who saw any of the promotional materials that instantly gave away anything of it was interesting about it because the movie when played in a vacuum started with uh, 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 people living in some sort of like 
post-apocalyptic society where they've been they've survived some event and they live you know they can't go outside because of some you know imaginary threat and they live in this 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 sort of like um uh, a logan's run style universe and then eventually you know people get swept away by some lottery to some beautiful island where they get to you know live out their life in, in peace and harmony um and in reality they're just like clones that are being harvested for their organs um, and they, and they don't know it, this whole thing is just like a matrix style deception to keep them from, you know, revolting when they, cause they're just like byproducts for, um, for organs for rich people. Um, and so like, and so like at the end of the first act, it, that reveal happens and then it's like, wow, oh, we're in a totally, we are in just like LA now and they're just sort of like escaping and, um, it could be an interesting movie from there, but, uh, knowing that sucks all the joy out of the entire movie because uh 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 the the movie won't commit to this idea it keeps giving you very clear obvious on the nose bonk on the head indications that this is like fake you know Mm -hmm. um as this movie did uh and and it goes on and on to just like not give you anything whereas this movie committed to the idea that vin diesel was just sort of a, a a soldier who died and was revived and now he's part of this special squad that hunts down people and the first targets they have are the people that, that, you know, killed his family or whatever. That's a believable action movie in its own. And I think the audience would be on board for it. And so a late reveal of like, surprise, we're using the cliche idea of that <laughs> to power a superhero to kill people for our, that we want killed, like a hitman. That's a, that's an excellent plot. Yeah, I actually, like, when the twist happened, I was like, oh, that, that takes away a lot of my early criticism of the story. The, not my criticism of the fact that the movie wasn't very good to that point. But I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. But it's like an hour into the fucking movie. It's so right. long into the movie where I was like, this was too long to reveal this twist. Like, the it's not a good movie, guys. Yeah, it's, it's almost as if they just could have, like, again committed to that idea of giving you like a campy movie for a little bit uh to the point where you're like astonished by it and then and then have this reveal and then have some sort of interesting escape from that idea and uh almost commentary on it you actually like the movie does it once which they talk about the whole dancing to like psycho killer with a knife or or whatever yeah, weapon how, is, like hackney is, that is how hackney that is if if that became sort of intermingled with the action in the later scene to almost sort of like reverse on itself like that could have been very interesting and enjoyable especially if the performances were from more talented actors sorry guy who played eric you were annoying in every scene you were in <laughs> which which guy was eric the tech guy uh, oh. not not, well, not the guy yeah. at the end who saves the day but the guy yeah, is part the of the guy who plays the tech guy in the, the finale felt like the the guy who works for the bad company felt like they wanted to get Aziz Ansari to play him. And he was like, no. <laughs> and they yeah, were just that... like, hire this guy. And they're like, can he do sort of the like awkward sort of funny Aziz Ansari thing? And they were like, no. And he was like, they're like, all right, whatever. Uh, yeah. But because instead... he, he felt like he was supposed to be like, I don't mean that like, cause the guy is Indian. I, I don't mean that or Arab or what. I don't even know what the actor is, but like, I don't mean that like in an offensive way. I just mean like no. it really felt like he was doing an imitation. He was a very doing an bad imitation. imitation of a season. Sorry, because the movie the movie instead like sets us up with what felt like I thought I was watching a fucking J.J. Abrams no I mean uh, a Michael Bay movie at the very beginning because it was like everything oh, yeah. was, was so every, dumb. everything was warm washed you know in lighting 
and there was giant flares, and everyone drove like a a, a, a ludicrously hard to maintain, you know, American sports muscle car, and they all went home to their wives that only wore white. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah, I, I mean, the, the movie is so dumb. He like because like the very first thing starts, they're in like Mubasa. And he's, like, going in to try to find a hostage. And he's by himself, but he's supposed to be in the military. And it's, like, this, the first thing I wrote was, I was, like, this doesn't make any sense. Why would he be by himself? Like, that's the, that's yeah. not how the military works. They don't just send one guy out and then get mad at him when he completes the mission. But, like, yeah, and he goes in and there's, like, the, I mean, his plan to shoot the guy is so stupid. It would never work. And then, you know, like you said, they come back. And they, like, get off the plane and, and give some, like, you know, Navy SEALs call that someone made, you know, to make it seem like these guys know anything about the military. And then they cut over, and his wife is just on a military base with, like, a like yeah. a 1967 Mustang in pristine she, condition. It's like, why, just, like, how did she get on the military? They don't let people show up. She's just, things. like, laying on the hood in a sundress and be like, welcome home. And, and he's like, that's what we fight for. And it's like, yeah, he's like, I got what, the muscle car or the woman? Got a pregnant girl in a pickup truck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was like I was like, it's time to turn into a turkey. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like somehow it got uh, like more gun home military than like American Sniper, and it was like this is really weird. Yeah, it really it felt like a wet dream that the guy in American Sniper has. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, the... it just felt like it felt very much like a movie producer was like America, fuck yeah, I, you know, I, like. Just... I'm obsessed with this world that I see all the time. It's like you can see it in Independence Day, like American Sniper, where it's just like when they cut to like visualizing like American Dream, it's like a bunch of like children that look like straight out of the 1940s, like running with a rocket ship in the air and a woman in a sundress, like waiting on a hill for her military man to come home. Like these are actual scenes. In, like, in yeah, it, it is. It's always like very and weird. It's just, that, like it's, it's so romanticized so... that these men never stay at home with their wife and children. Like it's not like a military personnel where like they go, these guys like keep going back even after they've had kids and they're like, I got to go back one more time. It's like, what? And the visual isn't like isn't like what you know is always them like we just saw Vin Diesel throw a flashbang directly into someone's eye. Yeah, it's like two it, people's <laughs> face. Like it, it goes off it, a foot it, away from their face. Those guys didn't die when that went off. They just lay there on the ground in agony until they like bled out from like shrapnel. Yeah, in their, until in their, he eventually their, shot them twice yeah. with his super silent it, rifle. And then he comes home and goes, I'd do it for you, baby. <laughs> I gotta yeah. come home. <laughs> well, then I did. One of the things I did like was it, later on in the movie, they sort of gloss over it and it's not really well done. But, like, in the movie, in like his idyllic memory that they've created, she's like, I hate when you come home with star scars or whatever. He's like, But the important thing is, I always come home or something. And then it turns out him and his wife got a divorce because he refused to stop being in active duty when he could have and she was like well i'm not gonna do this anymore and i was like oh that they should have really dwelled on that more that like basically his inability to not be like gun ho joe cost him was the real reason he lost his wife and the nope. reason he was pressed for the program was probably rest because he was like such a f insane like soldier boy rest of the movie is i'm the ultimate killer and that's the best yeah. thing about me <laughs> they yeah that, and that's what i mean is like like you said there's so many things they could have done that would have been fun and interesting that they just waste and, and it never comes up and it's just very weird oh uh uh i also had to wonder um they made this memory right of him 
like the whole thing apparently yeah none uh, of it's in, real in theory they invented the memory of him kicking over the door somewhere in like Mombasa or something yeah and sh- and shooting a bunch of terrorists that kidnapped a, a, a scared looking american man um at one point uh he's like maybe this happens when he gets like back home and people attack him in his in his hotel room in the amalfi coast which just felt like hey vin diesel's in the amalfi coast we have to go film there um yeah like when they did that i was like wait why didn't they go back to america he's like he punched, this, you were just jerking yourself off to america why are you going to a foreign country at one point he was lifting up two like full-grown like 200 pound soldiers made of muscle with his like bare hands and he was like lifting them up each by their necks and crushing their necks simultaneously and i'm like Right, but he's just... This is pre-nanites. Like, yeah, he's yeah. Just, he's his, just a his guy. His powers when he became a nanite guy did not seem that much different. Like, no. He's like, I don't really notice a difference. You sure something happened? And, yeah, and, and he slams someone through a wall. It just seems so absurd. I also wanted to imagine what that looked like to film. Because those two guys looked like they were big, tall, like, broad-shouldered, like, men. And Vin Diesel, I believe, is, like, a little on the shorter side uh so they and yeah he yeah he's them, shorter than he uh definitely appears he was lifting them like well above the ground so they had to have like put vin diesel on like a box <laughs> and, like and like put, lifted those guys onto someone some poor like key grips shoulder <laughs> to like film that sequence it just it just amused me to imagine it um but the premise here is that like everything leading up to uh shut the fuck up siri uh that led to everything that's really embarrassing. Siri's never been on this show before. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I didn't hear it, so... Uh, that led to him being kidnapped by, again, as an audience member who's not watched the trailer and doesn't know who Bloodshot is, uh, uh, we're being led to believe that he's being kidnapped by some random bad guy. And I say bad guy because the motives on this main terrorist, uh, fake terrorist that uh that kills his wife is wildly unclear like i don't know what this guy was supposed to be doing if this wasn't yeah, a fake this this scene. was the thing that got me because this is like the start of the point where i was like well this is really dumb and then when they revealed that it was like an implanted memory i was like oh that's clever but then i was like wait how did he not realize none of this made sense why yeah. is he alone in the military he, he knows that's not how militaries work why would anybody kidnap a grunt and ask them where intel came from you know what i mean yep. like nobody would yep. ever come that wouldn't by. make sense not to mention, like, what we saw of the terrorists was that they were just sort of, like, in local... They appeared to be localized insurgents. And then the group that uh, attacked him was, like, BlackRock. Like, like, you know, mercenary group. And I'm like, I don't understand the connection. Like, has ISIS paid for, like, mercenaries to go to the... To go to Italy? To and kill... Then, a, and then a, find, like, a, a U.S. processing plant they could use? <laughs> like, I don't... I don't... Yeah, none of this makes sense. Um... Uh, and then they uh, kill his wife and it's like there you go it's like th- this also doesn't make any sense why would they murder no. his wife if that was their only bit of leverage against him does, does it make sense it, it's, they asked him one question and he said i don't know how could i possibly know like i'm just a guy who's given orders i'm a grunt i go where they tell yeah, me yeah and, and i felt like at some point it should have been he realized that it was fake that right been yeah it that should have like, been the big real is he sees like he sees like inconsistencies as he relives it over and over again yeah, or he like, like watches a war movie and is like, "Wait a minute, the military operates in squads." <laughs> and like, because wouldn't it be interesting if he was planning his own like heist out of this like 
this scenario he'd been trapped in. You know what I mean? Where yeah, I almost comes feel back, like it would have been more interesting if, if he, like, realized... Leaving messages through. for himself, you know? Like, yes. he smashes, like, he smashes that like, that wall by his bed in, in, in anger as he's, you know, reminded of flashbacks of his wife's death. And, like, the second time it happens, he finds, like, a note he left himself. Uh, yeah, like, something. Like, that would have been way more interesting. Because, you know, what's a cooler story that is essentially at the heart of this is Total Recall, which is a story no, yeah. about... Someone who was, um, you know, a, a, a military badass, like, killer that then, you know, lost his memory and, like, is being led back through this, you know, labyrinth of his old self to, reveal, to, to realize it was all a trap and all those different, like, the reveals, including a scene that I love in Total Recall in which a member of the, the enemy shows up and was like, look, what's more likely that you are having a psychotic break le- leading out that spy fantasy that we injected into your brain or that you're really a spy and you're just killing everybody and getting away with it. Like, what's more, what's more believable? And like, uh, that would be really great to see if like something like that happened in this movie, where they're like, you know, t- testing whether when when he's in the real world, they're testing whether or not you know is this fake too? You know, oh, yeah. layers, layers, layers. That's not in here. <laughs> yeah. That's not in God here. forbid there be anything uh, really um, in here. Uh, the the because the entire third act is basically just. <laughs> I think the writers of this decided that technology was like a magical spell in that yeah. it could be used to do anything at any time to fit any scenario. <laughs> they Well, they also, like, this was one of those classic sort of low-tier superhero movies where the superhero's powers are vaguely dis- explained so that later Oof. in the movie when he does things where you're like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense, they'll, they, like... He has nanites in his body. He cuts his hand, and it takes like thirty seconds for it to heal. And it's like that; those that's your blood now. Is these nanites? There's scenes later in the movie where like his face gets partially blown off, and it fixes itself in ten seconds. And I'm like, you guys need to set a consistent rate of healing. And then like he falls like thousands of feet and is fine. It's like, yeah, I, they would have to remake all of his bones just because there's nanites in your blood doesn't mean gravity doesn't affect bone it, it's not the densest material in the world so it's just like really dumb because like they would do something like oh i guess he's fine i don't know yeah and this is like this is like a two-way failure because not only does he does we never quite know what his limits are thus we ne- were never concerned for him in any single fight we ever yeah because you, you're like i just assume he's fine forever because he gets shot like 82 times the one time so i'm like he's got to be find the rest of the movie we like we like john mcclain because he's just a guy in bare feet running around you know and has has limitations he can't be shot hurt we we understand what his limitations are so but we also know that he's extremely powerful and we know that vin diesel's character before the transformation was very a very talented like you know combat guy so we're hoping to see like a version 2.0 of what the intro gave us even though that wasn't like particularly good but we're hoping to see it advance but that the first the first time he's deployed in that tunnel yeah is 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 the most boring and unimpressive fight sequence i could absolutely imagine like i i kept i kept scrubbing i should have done the math it it felt like it was a solid 40 like 30 minute long fight it's probably about 20 minutes long and nothing of interest happens in it. The pacing is dog well, again, shit. Again, one, the plot makes no sense because he, like, wrecks this truck and would have been, like, 
pressed into this thing and been mutilated and he's, he's just fine and then he shows up and like is really bad at shooting his gun and it, like i was expecting like some john wick sort of yeah like interesting gun fights but instead it's mostly him just standing there while he gets shot which is possibly the boringest thing you can do i don't know why people like you know, i mean that's one of the problems with superman is like it's not particularly interesting to watch a person who's impervious to harm get shot a bunch of times because you don't care it doesn't mean anything you know what i mean you're essentially just like yeah 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 he's gonna get back up he's fine i yep he's fine i get it i get i get it he, you, this scene can end now because nothing's gonna happen that's gonna blow my mind he's not gonna do anything interesting the sequence is almost funny because he ambushes this convoy of like mercs with the, his target and they're in like you know armored you know bulletproof glass like uh uh specialized trucks and so at one point he drops like a uh, 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 what's it called? Like uh, the, 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 the very hot thermite grenade. Thermite, on the thermite grenade to like melt into the engine, which is cool. Except then he stands there and shoots the glass and is shot in the back of the head. And yeah. then five it's like, minutes. It's like, pass. Why didn't you just put that on the glass? Like five minutes pass of like other enemy characters getting out of their trucks and so walking many, around. Like, this convoy must have had fifty-two people in it because like every, every yeah. time I was like, oh good, that's the last guy, and then four more guys would show up. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And they like start, the like, stupidest video game. They search the tunnel for like five minutes. And I'm like in the audience being like, I know it's just him. I know they don't. But you can edit this part out. I don't need to see them like yes. s- like like clearing this tunnel for five minutes. I know it's just him. And then like he gets up. And yeah, just for, sort of meekly punches. Every person that he kills gets an entire magazine off into his face before they die like it's not impressive (laughs) yeah it's essentially like if i was given superpowers i'm like well i don't know how to fight so like i will just walk up and punch like let them shoot me a bunch of times because i'm impervious to harm that's not particularly interesting and that's what was sort of like weird that i thought in watching this is like wow why you've created a character who can't be heard and like even in deadpool he tries not to get shot repeat you know i mean like it's more interesting when the person is like yeah i know i can live through it but i don't want to i I don't want to experience pain or whatever but just have a guy just be like yeah i don't give a shit it's like even even in the tunnel sequence at multiple times like people disarm him they take his weapon he's he's terrible at being a soldier one enemy henchman slides under a car and like shoots his ankles a bunch and like yeah and, like, when the guy dropped out. down and started shooting him in the leg i was like jesus these are the most competent henchmen in the world like yeah. the only reason they're losing is because of some bullshit story and instantly i was like i've i've in that fight sequence i saw four henchmen who are more interesting fighters than the main protagonist yeah i was like you know let's I mean? follow the dude who understood <laughs> that like you can shoot under a car that never happens in movies I mean, utterly baffling. And this is the first sequence we get at a hint at what what Bloodshot looks like. Because if you look up Bloodshot in any media from the comics, he looks like a, like a rejected GI Joe concept character. Mm-hmm. Um, he he he's all like he's all gray head to toe, um, and he's got red eyes, and he has a very like kind of like the the Japanese flag, basically like a clear red dot on his chest, which is supposed to be. Uh, left there because that's how like they inject the nanites is this big like circular device they press into his heart i think you even see it in the movie and so like the finale was them like hinting at that when his skin color changed which you could barely tell because the cgi was I did not so even rub- notice it. the cgi was so rubbery that it was impossible to even notice that that, 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 that i did not realize that his skin was a different color i thought it was just more yeah. bad effects 
Yeah, because he... Yeah, Bloodshot is, like, the character is dead. And so he is, like, gray-skinned because he's been dead and they've brought him back to life. And he never wears a shirt for some reason, the comic book character. Yeah, never, he's ever. always ever. shirtless, which always is, like, a shirt, weird choice. Always bandoliers, and, and just like any good late 90s comics, frequently has a samurai sword for no reason. I, well, I mean, it was the 90s, bro. <laughs> That's, gonna kill everyone somebody, gets one. You better have a samurai sword. You get a katana. You get I, a katana. I bought my katana in the 90s. You get a tanto. You get a katana. <laughs> Um, you get size, I guess. Enjoy we'll Makasashi's. Oh. <laughs> we'll, we'll try that. We'll see if you like that. Um, yeah, that, that, uh, honestly, I wouldn't been mad if he had one in this, you know? It would like, have been better, because at least it would have been more interesting. Right, instead of, like, punching through people's yeah. chest. Despite the character being a master of, like, every weapon, like, like the bloodshot of comics is, a, is, like, any of these boring characters, is an ultimate master of every weapon type and fighting style and and bladed weapon and vin diesel wields zero i got pistol once i guess yeah and he's not particularly good at shooting he misses more often than he should he's disarmed frequently he misses a lot um he mostly punches and uh yeah he's every fight scene he takes maximum damage the most possible damage that a person could take uh so i don't know why they recruited him um yeah but they were cr- and it was it was just like when the tunnel scene happened i put down a note where i was like oh this isn't a good sign for the rest of the movie because this is the no. worst fight scene i've ever seen like they also like um it's a flower truck so there's flour everywhere so like when he punches people and they do it in slow motion like flour puffs off them which is supposed to look cool but it's like yeah that's a thing they used to do in old movies to make it look like people got hit harder they would put flour on their body like that's an old movie trick you don't yeah. do it as like an actual like you know what i mean like if you're filming in slow motion now you don't have to show fake impacts uh also if i'm not mistaken flower is exceptionally flammable that's what i i was thinking too so when they threw down the torch i was like oh it's this is extreme, genius he's gonna make them ex- all catch it and then it's now- extremely combustible and it's an explosion hazard in larger quantities when when when, when it comes to contact with high heat yeah so he would have killed everybody in there just by doing that <laughs> Yeah, and then when the yeah, like I was like that would have been more interesting. It would have been more interesting. Um, but we're also introduced to his crew. I don't know why we built a crew because bloodshot seems like all you need. I don't know why you didn't build more bloodshots because they seem really effective. But um, we decided to make a bunch of random characters. Uh, we have one guy, uh, Martin, who uh, has like drone vision. Yeah, I feel like uh, Martin kind of got the shaft. He has to wear, like, a harness that has cameras on it. Like, you guys couldn't make... Like, you you put nanites in this guy so you can talk to him through, like, a wireless headset in his brain. You You guys couldn't figure out how to make fake eyes. Fake optics? Yeah, (laughs) it just seems weird. They're like, these cameras Uh, are linked to his optic nerves. It's like, well, how about putting them in his head where his eyes are? (laughs) That way way it's almost as if he's not blind. You got got Jimmy, like, like prosthetic feet like runner jimmy's guy, legs were lost as well didn't... as any character development or personality <laughs> trait other than prick and chew gum chew gum be yeah. a prick that those were his two features he went to acting school i assume and and didn't <sighs> pay attention um and then long and then in a move that made me perpetually mad they introduced a character named kt who Vin Diesel correctly says, sorry, Katie? And she says, no, it's KT. And I wondered, what's the fucking difference? <laughs> the thing that got me was when she was like, no, like the initials, KT. And I was like, oh, 
Okay. Uh, so at first I was like, okay. oh, she's a robot? And then yeah. they never address what her name is. I assume she's a character from the comic because there's no other reason. Who knows? I have there's no, no other reason to set up to be like, her name is KT versus the name Katie. And I was like, I, okay. It was this really important to the plot? Like, it was just such a weird scene. Uh, one of many i mean 90 percent of this movie is yes just her, her scenes her full name is katrina tor in the uh in the comics and so that's what they were uh they were hinting at um and she has the same like specialized respiratory system that is just like kind of like when in a bond movie he's like bond i'm gonna give you this rubber pets that will mean that if you ever need to float you can fill them with air and float and then it's like well, he's going to be in water at some point. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, uh, this this pen will specifically cut the traditional police handcuffs. So it's like, all right, well, I'll uh, use that when I get handcuffs on me. <laughs> if you ever fall in a big vat of jello, this long <laughs> straw will allow you to sip it up. And I'm like, oh, that's highly specific. But <laughs> oh, I, can't, I didn't see him falling in the jello later in the movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, and in this one, they're like, yeah, KT can breathe through this thing in her chest and somehow even though it seems to go directly into her lungs not be affected by it like they say specifically she can't be infected by inhalants and i'm like well then that's gonna happen right what what i could figure out is like she's immune to inhalants and i'm like but she's still breathing yeah she doesn't breathe like (laughs) so there's a filter in it i guess your your her thing is like a big vent and i'm sorry is she not like also, regular breathing <laughs> also again just real quick another shit they they have replacement lung, like we currently have replacement lungs in which yeah. they replace it with like a plastic this like plastic thing that'll work somewhat like a lung it's not great but it's like i don't understand that you made like robot legs that lets this guy like jump 20 feet in the air you, you guys still haven't figured out how to make and like a robot arm that can punch through steel but you guys still haven't figured out how to make like replacement organs <laughs> and then her power it was basically like we gave her a trache- tracheotomy and then just put a metal brace like metal necklace around it it's like cool thanks for that you've really done me no help whatsoever i don't know what her like ability is like she like... she can poison people via smoke <laughs> it's just so fucking baffling she seems like a rejected mortal Kombat character you know what i mean like it's just yeah it just feels like they were like what if she could do this and you're like no what else you got and like that's all i that's all i wrote uh but 45 minutes in which again is well past i think what we would consider an origin for this character um we finally revealed that as we sort of discussed a couple times here in, in various uh in various perspectives that this whole origin story he's been fed about the man that killed his wife is fake and that they just replaced the person, reset his memory, and changed the face of the killer to another person they want him to kill, which is the core blood bloodshot plot. And, again, it's extremely good. Yeah, which, it's a very interesting idea. Super interesting Not idea. super well executed in this film. Again, has the potential to be a, a cool twist, if played right. Has the potential to be a fun take on the, the inherent campiness of origin stories right like the idea that you've weaponized an origin story is like so fun to me and i feel like you could really use that as like a a play on superhero movies when this Um, also feels like uh, 
a storyline that would be much better as a comic book where like you know the first issue could be like his first mission and you wouldn't feel cheated but like in a movie where you're like i just watched 40 minutes of this and now it, it's not even real and then you're just gonna redo it and make me watch it again because i mean they trim it down but like it's still like five minutes of i'm like yeah i, I already know how this works why are you making me re-watch it it was yeah. very disappointing because then it, he doesn't even figure it out it's right really yeah funny. yeah again it's just it's just being fed to him as his as this entire like narrative there's so many scenes of fucking guy pierce explaining their plan explaining their tech of the guy that they bring on board to 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 like uh, uh wilford wiggins which i just um who comes on board to like uh uh defeat the characters like defeat the original like antagonist um, even he goes on to be like, I saved you and I could have killed you, but I did it for the- I'm just, oh my God, just laborious. As yeah, if- I, I mean, like, and, and that guy is trying to carry this movie as best he can. I it's love the, the more. I, it, it's the guy from New Girl, right? And the guy from New Girl. It's it's my boy. It's my boy. Uh, uh, oh no, I forgot his name. Uh, from from it's New like Girl. Lamorne Winston. Winston. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, yeah. He's, he's so he's so fantastic and yeah, he's bringing it and he's he trying can. and i mean and he's given like some pretty questionable lines and even still he's like delivering them really well but like all of his like a lot of his lines feel like they were just taken from other things you know like at one point he's like oh i'm just talking to myself it's like that's been in about seven to ten movies where like yeah. the awkward nerdy guy who's helping out makes that joke and, but I mean, he's tra- he did. I thought he was the best part of the movie, which, you know, isn't really that. He brought energy, which no one brought, because like Vin yeah, Diesel. Yeah, he seems like he was trying to make a movie and be good. Vin at Diesel it. is 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 tranked up, and the two sort of other members of this action crew are have zero personality traits. Uh, KT is dazed in every scene as if a flash a flashbang just went off. Guy Pierce is playing just sort of like. Guy Pierce is playing the character from Iron Man three. Yeah, just a bad guy, but he's not he's not putting on any kind of like he's not he's not chewing any scenery or anything. He's just sort of delivering regular old lines. He's like, just guy piercing it. There's nobody in here like giving you something to look after. Like like like, like when you're watching a bad Nicolas Cage movie, you know? And at, at the just, very yeah, least you still get to watch Nicolas Cage. At the very least you get Nicolas Cage just like watch him eat you... jelly beans out of a martini <laughs> glass and watch a video of a monkey on rollers. Exactly. Skates. You don't get that and, and 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 this movie needed something like that. And and yeah, Lamore does bring that kind of energy, uh, which is which is appreciated. Um I, I will say, if I'm trying to, like, if, if, if you challenge me to defend parts of this movie, if we put aside some really bad CGI, I mean, especially the third act uh, elevator fight CGI is Oh, atrocious. yeah, yeah. The, the, I feel like they ran out of money. Because, like, the early CGI isn't great, but it's not terrible. But the last CGI fight was just beyond there's, bad. I feel like there's something to some of the later fight scenes the tunnel scene is irredeemable of course and his fight scene when he attacks the second target um where where, where wiggins shows up also useless and, and boring we mostly see it through like screen interfaces and heat vision and it's extremely boring um but as he kind of cuts loose and he's chased by the crew of these weird cybernetic people there's something there the guy in the motorcycle like with like 
eight screens feeding into his optic nerves and like driving around on a motorcycle with the other guy like parkours off rooftops. It's kind of cool, mm-hmm. you know? And then later on in the elevator fight, again, it's rubbery CGI, but like it's like mech arms and like a and like a parkour guy and they're like swapping elevators. I, I found and... the mech arms to be very annoying and I the don't, whole I... elevator scene. I was like, what the fuck is the point of this? I feel like there's just if if you if, if, if you talk exclusive fight choreography, someone was putting the effort in to try and be like creative, and I think they deserve a little credit. Um, I assume that that's a character from the comics. Sure, yeah, I, I assume too. I have I have no idea, but um, there's there's just something there that's like kind of interesting. Again, it's it's ruined by the fact that you just sat through an unending narrative that, that that took you nowhere and characters that just blinked at you while they were, while the camera was on them. And, um, and again, the CGI v- v- oscillates between like fine to like, like Spider-Man three level, <laughs> like rubber, rubbery bad, like green goblin on his fucking st- flowing snowboard. Yeah. Um, but I just, I feel like maybe, maybe it deserves some credit for being decent in some of these fight scenes. I think, uh, I, I do. I, 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 would I mean, there conclude. was, like I said, I, I was actually surprised that there was a plot to this movie. Like I was expecting the plot to be like, because I, I knew bloodshot was essentially a kind of a Deadpoolish ripoff, like a Deadpool slash Punisher ripoff, you know, a guy who like can't die and is like an ultra soldier kind of thing. So, like, when this movie had a plot beyond, oh, you died in the field, we're bringing you back to get revenge on the terrorist. Who, yeah, I mean, that's what I was expecting. It was just the movie was going to be, like, he was with his group of soldiers, they got ambushed, they bring him back, and they're like, go kill the bad guys. So I was surprised the movie had a plot. Sure, sure, sure. And yeah. it, was, it was interesting enough that when the twist happened, I was like, oh, that's actually interesting. Uh, then I was disappointed in how Bloodshot figured it out. Uh, I found uh, the inclusion of, uh, what was his name, Walter Wiggins? Yeah. Uh, I didn't like him. In ge- like, I, I liked him. He Some of his lines were really cheesy and dumb, where he like, even says he has like a comic book name, which is like really dumb. Because uh, tons of people have alliterative names. I have an alliterative name. I, I, I would never say, I've got a comic book name. I would say, my name is alliterative. Uh, <laughs> But like that's the but he I found him to be kind of funny and I found sort of the idea of uh, him like going renegade from an EMP and trying to figure and I was like oh that's kind of interesting and then when they caught him I was like oh this is gonna be less interesting because I know he's just gonna get away so who gives a shit you know what I mean like I didn't really care how it happened I just it was gonna happen so who cares yeah this is definitely a movie where the the plot had one surprise which again was i think telegraphed by some really bad pacing and 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 well and, i will also say i didn't see it telegraph coming because i just assumed that it was a bad movie <laughs> so sure i yeah. give them credit for that because yeah. it was so bad that i was like no they genuinely made this bad plot and uh yeah and it should service some exciting action which again like it has it, it peeks out from the surface every now and then some decent action ideas uh, they then get drowned in mediocrity and bad effects, you know. So it's 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 not um, it's a pretty dumb bad movie. But it just, there's just moments here where I thought that I got a plot that could have been done with some rewrites because there is something at the core of it that's really interesting. A tone that they could have settled on early, 
maybe get rid of Vin Diesel because he didn't really work. <laughs> but like, and a couple of the characters that 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 didn't bring which any, is odd because I thought variety. I remember like Vin Diesel like really pushing to have this movie made, or maybe I just imagined that. But I I could have sworn that he was like really into the idea of making this movie. So to then watch it, and he does seem like, although he, t- I'll be honest, I, I, everything after like the second Fast and the Furious, I feel like he's been mailing in. Like he did Chronicles of Riddick, and then he was like, "I'm done. I'll keep making movies because that's how I make money." But I don't really give a shit anymore. <laughs> like he never seems to care. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very strange. Um, I, there was a note I wanted to share. Oh, <laughs> this is a super tiny thing. Well, before I get off on this, uh, uh, on this tangent for a second, we're kind of at a point, I think, at this point, uh, of recommending whether or not this movie is redeemable at all. Uh, you mean if we would watch it? I, I sure. Think, I think definitely this movie could have been good if they if yes they had done a rewrite. I think they could have made it like you said, um, shortened up the beginning where I know they have to explain everything, but really condense that down. And then have it be that uh, Bloodshot realize I almost called him Deadpool. Uh, <laughs> that Bloodshot realizes what's going on by like sort of like he's leaving notes for himself and he's trying to figure out what they mean. And you know we, they could reveal later that like KT's leaving or is actually the one leaving the notes or something because she's trying to help him remember without anyone knowing and stuff like that. I think that would have been way more interesting. Would I recommend watching this movie? Uh, no, no. It, it's really long. Maybe it's not. Maybe it was only an hour and a half, but it felt it felt long. really, really long. It, 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 and the fights were terrible. Many of its major scenes dragged. Like that. Yeah, the, so the, many the, of them are too long. The tunnel fight dragged, and love that the origin story dragged, and then all the times we sat in a room with Guy Pierce, just like rambling off with techno babble, dragged, and it was just yeah, it it really struggled in a lot of, a lot of aspects. And then and while it does have a good surprise in there, whether you're aware of it or not. Um, that's all it had packed away, you know? It didn't, and it yeah. didn't even, like, tease you to it. It just sort of at some point And it point didn't says, even capitalize on it. It just sort of walked right into it at the very end. Uh, it's like, very here's the, the twist. Movie. Pretty good, huh? You know what I mean? It'd be like, if at the end of Sixth Sense, they had just been like, by the way, you're dead. Credits. <laughs> you know? And they're like, oh, we're not gonna, not gonna have any moment, any closure on this idea? Okay, cool. <laughs> but I had a small note that when they showcase themselves tweaking the origin sequence so they could get him to go after the next person when they show some of like the software on screen it looks believable to me yeah it looked like it looked like some real deep fake shit it looked like it looked like final cut pro also is what they were using to like stitch together like memories and i'm like this is a pretty because i always have a problem in tech movies that when they show a screen it's like the farthest from a desktop you could ever imagine. <laughs> like it's like 15 overlapping window and someone is hitting a keyboard and not t- touching a mouse. And I'm like, what's happening? Like, what is, what is mechanically happening? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're like somebody's just hitting keys. And you're like, that's not how computers work. And like a, like a, like a, a pre-written message appears. It's like dinosaurs are now loose. And it's like, somebody wrote that into like yeah. the UI software. <laughs> You know, it's, it's always confusing, but when they showed them setting it up, they, it looked like they had, like, a copy of Unreal Engine and Final Cut Pro. Yeah, yeah, they looked like they definitely I, come up I, with a plan. I bought that. I bought that when they showed it, but then it was, like, real things that they were using and software they were using, and I was like, I don't know why that impressed me, but I was like, huh, that, that was, like, a, a very... It's a, it's a sci-fi movie, it's a tech movie, so I was glad that someone was like, we should make this look legit, and it did, it did look legit. 
Um, I thought that was neat. And then, of course, the powers, which is the thing that mattered, made no fucking sense. It looked terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it is weird, like, how much, like, so much of the stuff you were like, oh, this is interesting, this is intriguing, blah, blah, blah. And then it's just like, and then stupid. And you're like, cool, cool, cool. So, uh, you recommended not to watch it either? Yeah, it's not worth the time. I feel like that's true. Um, well, I think that's it. I don't think I had anything else in my notes. I did just put down... Wow, I haven't heard Psycho Killer in a long period of time. <laughs> still, still a good song. This can't. Yeah, really yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy the Talking Heads. But I was like, when it came on, I was like, oh, I haven't heard that song for a while. Uh, and the guy dancing, I found deeply upsetting, just because I was like, this is really dumb. And it was again, they play like three fourths of the song, <laughs> so it's like two and a half minutes of a guy just dancing in a meat locker. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that was it. Oh, I did like that they he had the Matrix, that he could just like learn how to fly a plane by reading the manual. <laughs> they really underplayed that because in the beginning when he never reads comes the, up again. When he reads that and like lo- and like logs into like a CIA database to find the guy he's after, I was like, "Oh man, he cuz that that is one of Bloodshot's powers is that he's like techno technomancery yeah like the, 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 the of... person who wrote it had seen the matrix earlier yeah and 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 that that then returns not at all <laughs> yeah he does it once and then it never comes up again i'm like that would have been cool to come up later i also did put down this note which i said you know your movie's in trouble when there's a dick joke and the dick joke is six inches isn't a very big penis that was actually a, a joke in yeah. this movie yeah and i was, was like what does that even mean like, if they're going to do that, should, and he's like, it's not that big? It's like, well, shouldn't they have made it a much smaller size? <laughs> you know, he should have been like four inches isn't that big. You know what I mean? Like, to be like, oh, that's interesting. I I don't know. It was just so weird. I was like, what a terrible joke. But I digress. That's the end of my notes. This movie was... Sucked. Uh, it's probably good that it came out during the pandemic, so few people were, had to experience it. Uh, yeah. Come back next week, where we'll yeah. tell you what movie's up next. And if you don't have a time to watch Deadshot, just put on Fast and the Furious uh, and Deadpool on at the same time. 